Hey everybody, I'm back. It's me, Heartright, and I'm back again. If you want to follow me on Twitter, go ahead and, and uh, follow my handle, at HeartrightYT. You can also find me on YouTube, just search Heartright in, in the search. And you can also follow me on Twitch, and I'm going to start doing a lot more Twitch stuff soon. Uh, you can find me at twitch.tv slash HeartrightYT. And today I want to talk about Crisis on Earth X, which is the four-part crossover event for uh, CW's uh, DC superhero shows. Uh, so I want to get right into that. So if you didn't know, for, well, first of all, this, this episode is going to have spoilers. So there we go. I'm getting that out of the way. So if you didn't know, this uh, CW has four superhero shows, Arrow, Flash, uh, Legends of Tomorrow, and Supergirl. And they all had a kind of uh, four-part crossover where none of them had their own episode. It was just all one continuing story. I believe CSI did the same thing with all their shows a few years back. Uh, but yeah, so uh, the basic story was that there was another alternate Earth uh, with Nazis that tried to take over our Earth or their Earth, the main Earth that Earth One, let's just say that. Uh, and so uh, I want to talk about the good things about it first in, the, in this first segment. So good things, first of all, is I want to talk about how uh, with a lot of characters and with a lot of things to explain in not too much time, they did a pretty good job of establishing why the bad guys are bad. Because it's a very easy bet just to say, uh, you know, the bad guys are Nazis. And then leave it at that. And, you know, the audience knows you know, why they're bad and doesn't really need to go much into that. So the, the bad guys aren't relatable, which is not necessarily a good thing. But I will say that it is an uh, easy and kind of smart way out of getting too much into their story. And there was a little bit of background into their story as well. Uh, so, uh, okay, other good things. Um, with something like this that contains, like, I don't know, what, 20 different characters, 20 different superheroes, uh, it may be easy to uh, just focus on the action and do no character development whatsoever. And I liked how they didn't do that. They, uh, they focused on a few characters... And they added more and more characters along the way so that it wasn't everybody at the beginning. I like that as well. Uh, and some characters had more screen time than others. Um, and so it was actually really smart of them to do that because I would have preferred that over just kind of an action-oriented, oh, we get to see them fight the bad guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's a good thing. Uh, let's see, more good things. I like that we got to see the Ray. Uh, I think I saw him in Young Justice. I think that was where I first saw him. But uh, I like that we finally got an introduction to him. Uh, let's see. What other good things? Um, like I talked about, uh, earlier on, it's, it's uh, Barry and Iris' wedding. Uh, and it makes sense who is there at the wedding. Because not all the main characters are there, but a lot of them are, and, and a bunch more main characters are added throughout. So that you get 
uh, pretty much all the main cast of all four shows, which is pretty cool. And, and, and in some ways, you, you get alternate characters like uh, Wynn from Supergirl, who's actually the general on, on Earth-X, which is pretty cool. Uh, and, you know, uh, getting all those characters somehow involved in the story it, at some point is, is very hard, I can understand. Uh, and, you know, they did a pretty good job of it, I will say. And, you know, it's, it's, is good villains because they were fighting themselves. Uh, so, you know, formidable villains. I assume there might be some character development if this is considered canon and if this is, you know, carried on past uh, what this is in, in future episodes. So those are my, my good thoughts about it. <laughs> Tune in next to see my bad thoughts. Okay, bad things about Crisis on Earth-X. I mentioned before that it was a smart, easy way out for them to fight Nazis who didn't really... Uh, Nazis who were themselves... It didn't need character development, but I didn't like that. I I really wish they would have had they would have introduced like some new bad guy that they defeated. I can understand why they didn't do that, because obviously they would want any bad guy in the DC universe to be its own like season long story arc or whatever, like they've done in the past. But you know, it just seemed like an easy way out to just you know kill each other, I guess. Uh, so, let's see. Other bad things about it. Uh, I wanted to see more of the Legends. I wish they had had more of a role. Uh, and, yeah, and honestly, like, the emphasis on, on the characters was on, like, everybody but the main characters, which I thought was really interesting. Like, the emphasis was on, uh, uh, Firestorm. And uh, Alex from Supergirl. Was there any other emphasis, really? I guess I guess some on Barry and Iris, but that was mostly just oh, I want to get married. Everything, everything, uh, bitch, 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 everything keeps getting keeps getting in the way. Uh, so that was kind of their story arc throughout the whole thing. Uh, oh, and I guess a little bit of uh, Oliver and Felicity with their wanting to get married or whatever, but that was kind of you know. Hallmark movie-esque, chick flick-esque, and it didn't really have too much substance. Um, so let's see, other bad things. Uh, <laughs> um, why didn't they use time travel more? <laughs> they totally could have. Oh, and that they brought Thawne back, which was too easy. Like, how are they actually going to defeat him? Because they, like, erased his existence at the end of Season 1 of The Flash. So why, like, why would they bring him back again for the third time, I think? Uh, and I understand they wanted to have, like, a, a bad guy for Flash without having it be, like, an alternate Barry. But why didn't they have an alternate Barry? That would have been, well, I guess they kind of already had that with Savitar. Come to think of it, so, yeah... Um, other bad things. Uh, honestly, I didn't like that the things were canon. I, I, I'll get into this more in the next segment of what was canon and what it means for all the universes, but, uh, I, I didn't like that it was 
that it had lasting consequences, and I will get into those more in the next segment, like I said, but uh, I wish it was more contained within itself, so that you don't necessarily have to mention it, and it could have been a lot more fun than it was. Like, everybody was not having a good time, you could tell, uh, which is understandable, you know, fighting Nazis, but, like, they had fun in the first crossover they had. Uh, fighting the Dominators, so I wish they, you know, had focused more on the, the fun aspect of getting together, rather than the, oh, I'm dealing with my own stuff right now, uh, and, uh, where was I going with this? Oh, yeah, that I wish they had had, you know, character development, but stuff that's not necessarily within, uh, the whole world, not necessarily, like, world-changing, I guess. Like, uh, like if, if, if Oliver and Felicity had had, like, some sort of, of, uh, fight and, at the beginning, and then they get over it and, and are still together at the end, not necessarily married like they are, again, spoilers, uh, but, you know, I wish there had been more of that and less of, you know, big things, because I feel like this is a weird project where, uh, It'll be interesting to see, like, in DVD sets or when it comes out on Netflix, how they're going to handle this. Uh, I wish it had been its own special, honestly. I wish it had been its own special movie instead of just four episodes of what it, of what it is. Kind of like a Pokemon movie. Kind of make it non-canon but have this epic adventure that's, you know, each has their own story arc and introducing new characters that have their own story arcs. I wish it had been like that. I wish it had been like more po like Pokemon. Ah, never thought I'd say that. Huh. So, Crisis on Earth X, lasting repercussions. I talked about what I liked. I talked about what I didn't like. Now I'm going to talk about what it means for the rest of the universe. Because, I mean, if you've watched it, and I hope you have if you're listening to this, you obviously know that things are going to change, especially in the uh, the Legends universe. Because when Stein died and Firestorm was broken up and uh, Jefferson is basically left uh, kind of fatherless almost without powers. And so it'll be interesting to see where they go with that and if he's going to take Stein's magic serum that lets him stick to walls, <laughs> which would be kind of funny, or where he goes as far as development if he leaves the team altogether. Uh, and how the legends deal with that as well. Because he was by far the most powerful, or Firestorm in general, was the most powerful superhero they had. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how they how they deal with problems in the future. Uh, more lasting repercussions, I guess. Uh, I mean, they had Alex get over Maggie from Supergirl. Uh, so actually, that was something I didn't expect. Uh, where Maggie and Sarah get into a thing that they don't really know what's going on, and uh, Sarah convinces uh, Alex to uh, move on from Maggie, and uh, I, I kind of like that, although I was not expecting it, like I said. I expected her to say, oh, go back to her. Uh, but no, so uh, it'll be interesting to see where she goes with that, and uh, where where her next relationship will be. Uh, other things. Um, Barry and Iris got married, finally. 
and Oliver and Felicity got married on the spur of a moment. Uh, even though they didn't have a marriage license, which was kind of weird. Or maybe they had one, I don't know. <laughs> uh, so that, I don't, I don't honestly see those things changing all that much, to be honest. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they'll just refer to themselves more as, you know, husband and wife or whatever. But I don't see that changing that much. Their relationship stays the same, for the most part. And they're going to keep doing what they're doing. It's not like they're going to move into a house in the countryside or anything. Probably. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, a little, little part about it, which was kind of like uh, Ant-Man from Civil War. We finally got to see the Atom very briefly use his his suit to expand his hand so he can actually go bigger now instead of just smaller uh which yeah is is a thing like ant-man did with with civil war which i thought it was interesting that it's not in their own show they're not in their own movie where that's revealed but in a crossover event uh so we get to see that so i assume we will see more of that and see the atom take more, uh, I guess, be more powerful in that sense, and not be kind of a joke, uh, something, you know, keeping a knife from cutting into Supergirl's skin. Uh, let's see, what other lasting repercussions? Oh, Thawne's back for the third or fourth time, so Barry will probably have to deal with that at some point. I don't, I don't really know what's going to happen with that, actually. Uh, and, you know, Earth-X is still out there. So there could be some people who come through at some point. It is interesting, though, I will say, that they decided to keep this canon. Because obviously it's going to be canon because, I mean, the most important thing is probably the weddings and, and Stein's death. Uh, but, you know, it's interesting that they decided to make this a thing with lasting repercussions. And I... Yeah, like I said before, it'll be interesting to see how this is handled on, like, DVDs or Netflix. And, uh... So, yeah, they're gonna have to deal with that, like, reference to their other shows. And I wonder if they're gonna do more of that in the future. Especially if they, you know... Oh, and Captain Cold's back, finally. I love Captain Cold. He's, like, my favorite character in, in the, the Arrowverse. The actor does a really good job of portraying his, his mannerisms and stuff. And so he's back, and so he and Mick are going to have some weird, uh, possibly homosexual relationship. I'm not sure. It's probably assuming too much, but who knows, you know. <laughs> That'll be a thing in the future. All right. Last. Okay, so, the fun part. The Avengers Infinity War trailer just came out yesterday, and I kind of wanted to talk about it because it brings up an interesting question that I feel like Crisis on Earth-X also had to deal with. with. When you have a big crossover like Avengers or like uh, Crisis on Earth-X, where you have like 20 plus different characters, different superheroes that you have to bring together, what do you do with the story? Do you focus on just a few characters? Because obviously you want everybody to get their own screen time. And I mean, in, in Infinity War, in, Inve in Avengers, like, all the actors are, like, A-list actors. So, like, you want to give them their screen time, right? You want to get your money's worth. 
uh, and uh, but you don't really know like which characters to focus on because obviously these characters have gotten a lot of development in their own movies. Uh, and so what do you do? Do you focus on the action and you kind of make it make the character development a little bit superficial like Crisis on Earth X did with with kind of the the Oliver and Felicity? Or do you make it deeper with with bigger repercussions but only focus on just a few characters? Like with uh, Firestorm, it's it it will be really interesting to see Avengers: Infinity War in theaters, of course, and to see how they deal with this. Uh, because you you've had a lot of stuff going on, obviously, before this, and you have like three or four different groups coming together. You know, you have the standard Avengers, the original Avengers, which is like Iron Man, Hulk, Thor, uh, Black Widow, Hawkeye, and Captain America. Uh, and then you add in, you know, the newcomers like uh, Scarlet Witch and Vision and Falcon and uh, uh, War Machine. And then you add in Guardians of the Galaxy and Doctor Strange. And it'll be really interesting to see, you know, oh, and Ant-Man, and Spider-Man, and Black Panther, and, and his crew. So it'll be really interesting to see what characters they give emphasis to. Because obviously there's this, this kind of feud between Iron Man and Captain America that they're gonna have to address. Uh, but also, you know, Spider-Man is still learning to be a hero on his own. Uh... Thor is probably still wrestling with stuff happening in Ragnarok. Uh, you know, Hulk is probably obviously dealing with, with his connection to the team. And it's, you know, how are you going to deal with that? They did a pretty good... Okay. They did a fairly good job in Civil War and Avengers 2. But that was with less uh, with fewer characters. So here's what I would say. I would honestly say they should focus on, well, okay, I think they should get into Vision, honestly, because uh, obviously he was made with the Infinity Stone, and they're probably going to get more into like how the Infinity Gem, Infinity Gems, Infinity Stones, whatever they're called, how they were made and kind of what they are. So I feel there's going to be emphasis on Vision, on Doctor Strange. Uh, the Tesseract's going to be brought back. Um, uh, I don't know. So, Loki's going to be in it. He's probably going to get some development. Um, like, how he got his scepter. That would be interesting to learn, actually. Uh, and, and the Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, so all Infinity Stones will be there. Huh. I never thought of that. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't see the Guardians of the Galaxy being a big role in this. I feel like they're going to be the Legends equivalent in Infinity War. I feel like they're going to show up like halfway through and kind of take out the bad guy at the end, but not really have too much of a role. I feel like they're going to have a bigger role in Infinity War 2, uh, and the first one is just going to kind of focus on Iron Man, Captain America... Uh, probably a little on Doctor Strange and uh, Vision. I really want to see Vision and uh, Scarlet Witch's uh, abilities. Not abilities, relationship. I really want him to focus on that. That would be really cool. Uh, 
because all of them could easily be main characters. So, anyway, those are my thoughts on Infinity War. So that's it. Those are kind of my thoughts. Sorry it was a little bit, uh, kind of going off in a lot of different directions. But I have a lot of thoughts on, on superhero stuff. So if you liked it, go ahead and tell me. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, at HeartRightYT. You can find me on YouTube, just search HeartRight. You can also check out what me and my friends are doing. Uh, we're doing a podcast as well as some YouTube videos. So you can check us out on Twitter, at Podcast. You can check out our site, papapoc.com. That's P-O-P-A-P-O-C.com. And you can check out our YouTube channel as well. Just search Popular Apocrypha in YouTube. And so that's it. Those are my thoughts on Crisis on Earth X as well as the Offenders Infinity War trailer. Lots of superhero talk today. Lots lots easily could have been said that wasn't said because whew, these worlds are pretty big. So, uh, you know, those are my thoughts on them. And, you know, they're going to have to deal with it too because... They're bringing in all these superheroes into this one world, and so they have to choose what to focus on. And I had to choose what was what to focus on. So that's the struggle. That's the struggle with bringing everything together. So, thanks so much for listening, and I will see you in the next one. Or, I don't know, talk to you in the next one. Talk with you in the next one. There we go. <laughs> okay, bye-bye.